0: Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. Welcome to Inside the Game by Raider Media, special association podcast with Gazoo Racing South Africa. For the dakar rally 2019 we have safely arrived in peru ahead of the world's toughest race and i'm joined by uh, my colleagues good friends and men that you'll be hearing from throughout uh, the dakar rally voldo van der Waal and Hannes fissa and we have a very special guest in two-time dakar rally winner also Toyota kazoo racing south africa driver nasa alatia first and
1: foremost voldo hello derek and thank you
0: Hannes, good to see you again.
1: Always lucky to be here.
0: And uh, a special welcome, Nasser Alatia. welcome. Thank you so
2: much, my friend, thank you.
0: So, yeah, the waiting's uh, almost over. We're about to hit the ground
2: running. Uh, how's
0: the preparations been for Dakar Rally 2019?
2: Yes, actually, uh, we are so happy you know, to be here in Peru, and uh, yesterday we have a really uh, good check down. I was uh, impressed about uh, our Toyota Helix, you know, and. Uh, I think this is uh, the right uh, years, you know, to win uh, Dakar. Uh, We finished last year second place. Uh, Should be win, but okay. uh, We try to do our best uh, this Dakar. Dakar will be uh, really special. It will be only in one country and it will be not easy, around 70% uh, sand dune, yeah, we try to do our best.
0: Uh, you say uh, all in Peru this time around, I mean people say it's shorter, it, it may be easier, but that's definitely not the case, it's not going to be easy, I mean we saw from last year how tough it was uh, in this country.
2: Yes, absolutely, you know, it's very tough, you know, and uh, not easy, uh, if you see uh, yeah, last year, uh, from Thursday day until uh, the fifth day, uh, the result changed every day, and then, you know, uh, last week of, uh, of the race, it was a good run for us, and we tried to catch uh, many, many uh, cars, and, uh, you know, suddenly uh, we finished uh, second place, and, uh, yeah, we are quite happy, but, okay, uh, our goal this year uh, to win.
3: Nasser, a quick question as far as riding in the dunes are concerned. Everybody knows that uh, you are the king of the dunes and uh, we expect you to be fast in the sand. So just this past December holiday, I was in Namibia, a country with lots of sand, lots of dunes. And when you drive in the dunes, it's difficult to see, <laughs> yes. especially when the sun is up high, the softest okay. sand. Yes. So what do you do differently? How, how do you train for the dunes? How do you see where to go? How do you choose the best route? What, what makes you such a good driver in the dunes? You
2: know, in, uh, in Qatar, we have a lot of dunes, you know, and we, uh, we drive every week and now every day, you know. And uh, I think uh, I learned a lot uh, from, uh, you know, the driving in the dunes and uh, get more experience. But okay, uh, you need to, to understand, you know, the, the dunes because uh, every, every country is a difference from uh, what you, you, you see the dunes, you know, here uh, the dunes in Peru uh, is very, very high, you know and uh, it's uh, not easy because uh, we climb a lot uh, soft sand but okay uh, we we have a good car you know and uh, i am sure uh, this year will uh, we'll have a good uh, good result and uh, we need to win you know we have three uh, good driver janil uh, uh, Pring, uh, me <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes and uh, you know we are here, you know, to put the Toyota in the, in the podium in the first place.
1: This is um, an interesting uh, statement from you. We have a good car. We know we have a good car. But my question to you is, what do you think of the competition?
2: The competition will be very tough. You know, it's not easy. We need to respect all the drivers. You know, uh, the Mini coming with the with the new technology, with the uh, rear-wheel drive, and uh, also the Bijou. Uh, it's here, you know. Uh, is not official, but uh, I am sure we have. We we know there is a uh, support, you know, from uh, from uh, the factory, you know, for uh, the driver. But okay, uh, we trust ourselves. We believe ourselves, and uh, we try to do our best, you know. And we need to focus. We need to do our job, you know. We don't need yes. to look for the other uh, teams. Perfect.
3: Nasser, from my side, you know, in South Africa, uh, like a, a vehicle like the Hilux, it's a, called a pickup. Yeah. In South Africa, we call it a we call it a Bucky. And uh, the Afrikaans people in South Africa all reckon, all, all they think that, that they are very fast dr- uh, Bucky drivers. But I've been trying to convince them for the last year that the fastest guy in a Bucky, in fact, is not a uh, South African or Afrikaans-speaking person. It is Nasser Alatia.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know, we try, you know, <laughs> to do our best and... Uh, always you know we've been really uh, fast you know actually when I drove the Toyota Helix it's a fantastic uh, vehicle you know and uh, yeah it's a nice, uh, nice car to
0: drive. Of course 2019 uh, Toyota Gizu Racing South Africa looking for their first victory at the Dakar Rally but from a personal perspective you're looking for win number three it's a, it's a race that you've conquered twice before you said that you're a pretty good driver I, I think you understated that a little bit because as far as speeds concerned, you're right up there.
2: You know, uh, last year really we was very close, you know, to win uh, Dakar. You know, but okay, uh, we have a few, few things. You know, we we finished second place, and uh, I think this year, you know, we understand, you know, and we know the the cars very well. You know, the teams uh, really working very very hard. From last year to, to last uh, race, what where we compete? It was in Morocco, and uh, we win the race. It was fantastic win, you know. Uh, everybody's was there, you know, the mini, the Bijou, uh, all the teams, and uh, we have a confidence now. You know, we know we have a good teams, good cars. You know, just we need to focus and we need to to win the race.
1: Well, I think. Um like you said, if ever there was a year, this could be our year, and Thank I sincerely you. wish you all the best of luck uh, for, for the Thank upcoming you. event. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Advice from me to keep your foot flat. I will. I will do. <laughs> there is no choice,
2: you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice, you Thanks. Always great chatting to you. And, uh, y'all, you'll be
0: seeing us a lot over the next two or three weeks, and of course, the listeners will be hearing from you a lot uh, as you look to, to capture. Titan number three at the world's oh, toughest
2: race. Pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much, Nasser Aletier. So now we move from one former Dakar rally winner to another and a man who needs no introduction, but we'll do it anyway. Janil de Villiers, thanks for joining us. Uh, we one day away from the start of the 2019 Dakar. How are you feeling?
4: Yeah, good. Um, you know, it's nice to be uh, back in Peru. Um, we know it's a very challenging country to race in, um, but you, you know, that's why we're here. Um, It's going to be a very interesting race, a little bit shorter than usual, only 10 days, but it's uh, certainly going to be no less of a challenge, and um, I think, you know, although the stages are most, most of them are 300 to 350 kilometers, I think it can take anything up to seven hours, so, uh, no, we're ready, we're well prepared, and uh, looking forward to the start.
1: Janil, it's been been a while since you last won this race, Uh, 10 years to be exact. Too long. Too long. Well, that was really my question. Is there is there some poetic justice in the fact that it's the ten year anniversary of your last win?
4: Well, let's hope it's a good omen or something. Um, it'll be great to win the race again. I mean, uh, that's really what I'm uh, uh, trying to do. Um, you know, we started this uh, the project with Toyota in 2012, so it's been a, a couple of years coming now, and you know it's it's in in, in a race like the Dakar it always takes time to get everything uh, refined and everything up to a good level uh, especially with a new car Um, but i think we've uh, we've reached we've reached a really competitive level now we we've we've shown that last year in actual fact last year i think we it was the first year that we were really on a on a a proper level to challenge for for the win Um, and with the car being refined now i think we 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 really have a shot at it so it takes some time w- with a with a new project, um, so you know where we are now. I'm I'm quite confident, and it'll be great if I can w- if I can win another one. Um, but you know, so there are another seven or eight guys that also also <laughs> want to win. So let's hope we um, we can make the least mistakes because I think that's going to be crucial in this race, and uh, we can uh, we can uh, get that uh, another elusive win.
3: Janil je praat van die ander achter ons wat die recies kan wen. Ons het net gehoor, jou eie spanmaat nas is natuurlijk ook een van die ginstelinge. was allemaal weet, sy strategie is altijd van the word go. hij is flat out en hij is on het En sy strategie is, gaan so van as mootlik, so, vir so lang as mootlik. Hoe benader hij die reësies? En die duine, ek bedoel wat is je strategie? Ons allemaal weet, jy wen nie die daar in staat, je nie. Maar um, die pijs is dees van so aard, die reis so vinnig, dat jy moet amper van die begin af op die prijs wees. Wat is jou strategie?
4: Ja, ik denk uh dit is so he, jy weet, jy weet, jy weet, flat out rai van die begin af, maar ek dink, hierdie jaar gaan dit een piekie, um, jy weet, gaan dit een piekie moeiliker wees, want jy weet, dit is 70-80% duine, en uh, ons weet, in hierdie Peru duine, kan jy nie altyd op 100% rai nie, want daar is so baie slag gehad, en goed wat jy ook ontvang, en, en ons het laatste jaar gesien, na 5 dae, was daar reeds groot gaps gewees, tussen die topkarre, uh, jy weet, hier, op die die race was eindelijk bes, was eindelijk klaar bepaal na die, ehm, um, nou die five in Peru. Uh, maar ek dink het gaan die wees hierdie jaar. So uh, jy weet daar's plekke waar jy gaan moet um, voorzichtig versigtig wees en probeer om nie vast te sit nie want ek, ek denk dit je groot geheim en dan dan is er ander plekke waar jy gaan moet van gereis moontlik. So dat so, uh, uh, dit gaan 'n dit gaan nie oud wees wat die beste balans wat is nie toe.
3: En van jou kant van verduidelik ga je die technische aspect van die duine. Jy het nie gehoor wat sê Nasser maar van van jou oogpunt ek meen hoe lyk 'n duin? Jy weet hy de ronde kant, hy het 'n skerp kant, die styl slip face. Uh, hoe soek jy die beste maklikste roete deur so duineveld?
4: Wel, hier die dynamie is zo, ik weet, als 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 voor mij die moeilijkste dynamie om um, te uh, leren. Voor alle Aziaten die er seksiger gaan, wat ik denk voor allemaal was het. Van die moeilijkste dynamie waar er nog nog nooit geraaiden, geraaiden. En je weet zelfs Stefan het zo gaan zeggen. Je weet, hij zal over op de 30 dakar's wat doen. So. Uh, je weet en goed the moeilijkste is die klein daarin waar je niet bij je tijd hebt om besluiten te nemen je die en die is en is altijd better om so, um, zo so big kistariger te rijden en zeker te maken jij uh, hebt tijd om uit te rijden voor die gaat um, als uh, om you net know, je weet full blast dat te dus uh, so dit is basis de strategie waar ik moet volg maar dit is raar erg moeilijk om hier goed te lezen en ik denk niemand niemand en hij valt voor die racebolwinnen wil die pad wordt wil wel eerste worstie want dat is altijd erbij bij een moeilijke dag maar ik weet precies die racebolwinnen ga je dit moet jij van de tijd wat doen
0: for those not a uh, affair with Afrikaans, just a quick summary. Basically, Janil just said he's going to win uh, the Dakar Rally 2019. Um, Janil, <laughs> just walking around, obviously, we're in the Toyota uh, headquarters here in, in Lima, Peru. But obviously, at the hotel that we're staying at, a lot of competitors taking part at the Dakar. And uh, they've seen me wearing the Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa shirt. So, uh, a, a few words uh, from them. And a lot of them saying this year could potentially be your guys here and you really do have a dream team and you've got five of the six guys returning only one new face in xavier pinceri i mean looking around it's racing royalty when it comes to to this dakar rally
4: yeah i think we've got a very strong team i mean uh, you know we've got nasa we've got burnout uh, everybody knows how quick nasa is i mean burnout showed last year uh, you know tremendous speed um so now we've got a very good team and um know I'm, I'm confident that we will be able to do a good job but you know having said that um, you know Mini has also got an incredibly strong team you know with Carlos and uh, Mr. Dakar, uh, Stefan Peter Ansel, and, and, and Cyril Dupre there and then you've got the dark horse, dark horse in Sebastian Loeb with the ex-Factory uh, Peugeot so you know there's going to be a lot of uh, contenders it's not going to be easy but for sure we've got to concentrate on doing the best job we can uh, within our team um, I think the rest will take care of itself, I mean we haven't got control of, control over what the other guys are doing, but I think if we do a good job uh, within our team, um, we uh, should come out uh, you know, in a good way, uh, we prepared very well and I think everybody's, um, is, uh, all the drivers and co-drivers are well prepared and, and ready, for
0: the, ready for the race. Brilliant stuff, Janiel de Villiers, thanks so much, uh, nice and relaxed now, but of course that's going to change over you know, the course of the next few weeks
4: will be a
0: bit more sweaty in a couple of days. <laughs> so nice to hear from Janil and Nasser, hopefully we can get hold of Bernard and Brinke. he's uh, running around putting final preparations uh, to his car, it's amazing Valdir watching the guys, how closely associated they are to the vehicles, I mean it goes without saying they have to be, but it's not just a case of them arriving on race day, getting in their car turning the ignition on. Well, I mean, on, the,
1: on the contrary, there's a lot of work that goes into the preparation and at the moment The guys have been doing some technical training with the cars so that if something happens when they're out there, they actually know how to deal with it. It's basics from just uh, changing wheels and tires as quickly as possible to getting the sand ladders out and putting them back again but then much more intricate stuff like uh, changing out wishbones if they need to or resetting electronic systems and things like that. Stuff that could be crucial to them winning the race. It's uh, chatting to you, Glenn Hall a little o- earlier, he's the team principal for Toyota because racing South Africa
0: and, and he was amazed at the shakedown testing prior and it's not just regarding the cars of course he's very happy with proceedings uh, from that perspective but in terms of the driver's determination he said Nasser Letia, I mean they had 10 shakedowns and NASA competed in nine of them and we all know how tough it is inside that vehicle whether you're racing or practicing and he said NASA is determined as all hell as is of course Janil and Bernard but I mean this is a race specifically this one that they want to win
3: well it's called the toughest race on the planet for a reason you know the guys have to be 100 percent dedicated to uh, to get the end result so if that means spending hours and hours in the car before the time uh, to get everything right for the race then that's what it takes and also if it means spending all the time with the technicians and the engineers to make sure that the cars are in good shape then that's also what it takes you know but just coming back to the previous point um, spending the time with the, with the mechanics and so on, it's not only about making sure that they're doing their job and that the car is right, it's also building that relationship and trust and, you know, it's mutual trust between the navigators, uh, the, the mechanics and the drivers. At the end of the day, you know, you want to know that when you come in with a broken car that these guys are willing to give everything for you to put your car back on the road. And it's it's, it's a mutual relationship and respect that they all have for each other and, and uh, the better that relationship is, the better for everyone involved. Uh, I see we've got
0: Dirk von Zutzevitz uh, heading over now. Dirk is the co-driver for Janil. It's been going along for many, many years now with uh, Dirk von Zutzevitz and Janil. It's a relationship that never, ever ends. Let's uh, get his mic plugged in there before he sits down and joins us. Uh, we've got the flying Dutchman, Bernard Zinbrink to walk around. We've got the flying German in Dirk von Zutzevitz, who's just joined us. Dirk, uh, you excited?
5: Okay, so I'm absolutely excited to be back in the high Hilux. It's great to be with the team Hilux and um, I think the team is very well prepared for this Dakar, better than ever before. We did a rollout yesterday and day before and I'm really excited about the performance of the car and it looks like there's a good vibe in the team and everybody is very motivated and happy. So I'm looking forward to a great race and some good days here in Lima and Peru. It's amazing, I was chatting to these guys a little earlier regarding Glynn's
0: perspective of the last couple of days regarding Shakedown. He said that, never mind the Hiluxes, he was amazed at how determined you guys are, because normally Shakedowns are not optional, but uh, you don't really want to go all out with the Shakedowns. He said, but you guys, you just wanted to get behind the
5: wheel and drive that thing, and that you did. Definitely, on the one side it's a big big fun to drive the Dakar Hilux, on the other side it's very important to get ready for the race and to get in the race mode, you know, to get used to the shaking and and all that stuff. And so we enjoyed it and we used every minute we have had to to get used to this.
1: Um, From my side a quick question. Uh, It's 10 years since you last won with Janil um, and we asked him the same question, but I just thought of something else, that uh, last time you won the race ended on
5: January 17th. Is that coincidence? (laughs) Let's hope so. I mean, um, I agree with you, after 10 years it's time to win this thing a second time. Everything looks great, but you know, at Dakar you never, never know. But uh, so far, everything looks great.
3: Shotzi, just uh, for the people back home that don't really know, I mean, they all always hear the driver's name and so on. But I mean, you play an equally important part in that car. And especially here on Dakar, um, if you get it wrong, there's no way that you guys can win. So how important is it what you do and what exactly do you do?
5: Um, I'm telling Janil where we have to go and um, it doesn't matter how fast he's driving, if if I'm guiding us in the wrong direction then it's for nothing so he has to to do a brilliant job on his side and the team with the car and I have to be brilliant on my side as well otherwise we will not win the big trophy. So all of us we have to put maximum effort into this and all of us we are very important means the team, the car, the driver, the co-pilot, everybody.
0: And equally important is the roadbook and I remember last year you were very critical critical of the roadbook. I mean, some years it's great, sometimes not so much. Uh, from your side, how important is it for them to get it right with that, those few pages that you open up each and every day?
5: I mean, for us, for the co pilots it's very important to have a, a good quality roadbook. But I'm expecting actually that the Roadbook will be a little bit like last year, not so precise in places and I've got the feeling that the organizers doing this by purpose in, in some places um, to get some, we call it casino, you know, to make it difficult for us to find the right way so there is some some action in the, re, in the results and some people will get lost and you have to find the way and there, there will be many cars around and so i'm i'm a bit worried that that they do it by purpose that the, the roadbook is not 100% but it's difficult to to say anything and and i mean before of course not possible and and after the race it sounds like a like a stupid excuse maybe or cheap excuse but last year definitely the roadbook was in many places or some places not perfect well let's hope
1: that it's a good one this year Um, You said you have to get used to the shaking and and the noise in the car a little bit earlier. Um, I think all of us have been in the car a bit, but uh, it's a different story in the sand and the dunes. And obviously motion sickness becomes an issue. Do you struggle with that ever?
5: Yes, I have to admit, um, usually, especially in the beginning of the race, I'm struggling with that. And so that was a good point for me in this rollout. It wasn't as bad as in the last year. So um, I'm a bit more relaxed for the first stages. But it needs some time to get used for your body um, to this shaking. Even for the driver, I think it's the same. And we're all struggling a little bit with motion sickness in the beginning of the race. You uh, know,
0: I, I remember last year, Mathieu Bommel. I mean, he struggled a little bit with the Yes, on day,
5: day two, he was struck big time. You know, it's not only the motion sickness. It's, it's, a, it's a pressure. You're nervous mm-hmm. before the start. It's high expectations. And so you have to deal with all of these things. And then you know that your information, the roadbook, is not 100%. And you don't you don't see where the problem is, you only see it when you're there and, and you don't find the way. So, you're always under pressure and, and all this together makes it sometimes hard for you to stay relaxed inside the car. I,
1: I think maybe that's why we haven't really seen a very young winner of the Dakar in the past because it takes time to build the experience and, and, and learn to manage yourself, as
5: you're saying. Definitely, you need a lot of experience to win Dakar and as far as I know, no one did it the first time, even on the second try, no one did win Dakar. You need a couple of years to get used to this and especially on the navigation side, it's even more important to get more experience.
3: Well I think uh, Sebastian Loeb is a good example of that, by, by everyone regarded as the greatest driver in the world and he hasn't won it yet. So, uh, yeah,
5: that's a, that's a good one, a perfect example and still, this is now I think a third or fourth Dakar and I'm personally I'm not taking him really seriously, he's one of the favorites on the one side but I, I guess he will struggle with experience and especially in the sand and the dunes and his, his um, race tactics are a little bit different than they should be at Dakar. He's uh, all in every day, every mm. meter. Sounds great, good show for the spectators but usually that's not bringing you to the finish of the Dakar.
3: Well Dirk, with all that experience and, and, and the strategy that you've just described, uh, we're expecting you guys to win this one so no more excuses. <laughs>
5: Don't worry, we'll go all-in. I mean,
0: on the subject of that, because Hannah spoke to Janil regarding how do you approach a, a Dakar rally, and it's not just all-in every stage. I mean, there certainly is a calculated way of going about getting to that checkered flag at the end.
5: It's a calculated all-in every day. You have, you have to find the limit and you have to stay in that limit. If you overdo it, you can throw it away in, in one dune.
3: Doug, maybe just one last thing from my side, if you approach a, a the section of the route in the dunes where you have to choose left or right, and there are one set of tracks to the left and your the heart and your book and everything tells you to go to the right, how difficult is it to convince Janil to go where there are no tracks than to follow the tracks that could be the wrong tracks?
5: It's beep heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: <not> surprised.
0: <laughs> I, I just want to extend on that a little bit because I don't think listeners quite appreciate how tough it is inside that vehicle with regards to navigating and also the relationship between the navigator and the driver because, I mean, you say it's very tough to try and convince Janil. I mean, you guys have been going together for, for many, many years now. Now we've got someone like Bernard Tenbrunko who's going for the first time with his driver at a Dakar rally in Open Siri. I mean, there are moments where it might get a little testy between yourself and Janil.
5: Definitely. I mean, like I said before, the problem is a road book. And Everybody will do mistakes and usually in the old times the roadbook was more precise and we did both of us a really good job and we didn't do so many mistakes so there was no doubt. Now, because the roadbook is not so good and sometimes of course you do you do mistakes by your own, um, you're doing more mistakes every day. That's that's normal now in this game and so you can lose the confidence and you can start to doubt the quality of, of the work of the other guy in the car and then it becomes sometimes hard. but. I mean, you have to remember that everybody of us is doing the best job he can do and you have to trust him to that and you have to give everyone a chance every day again and you never know what will happen.
0: 2019, uh, will this be the year that Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa finally gets top spots on the podium? It's
5: definitely time, huh? you have to do it.
0: Perfect time to wrap things up, Jens, uh, I think uh, you're done for now?
5: I'm done. It was lovely
1: to chat with everyone and now I just can't wait for this race to start.
3: Hannes? Let's get it on. I uh, I want to see uh, us perform, and, and you know, just the spirit when the team does well and we win stages, whatever, just lifts the spirit for everyone. Us as the uh, backup media team, the mechanics, the technicians, the, the engineers, everyone. So uh, yeah, let's get it on, Dirk. Good luck. Love you. Let's go.
0: Thanks for listening to Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media.